Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hang on, I have a panic attack again. Oh, well, you're going to have to start it because I'm eating and drinking here. For fuck's sake. Hello everyone, it's so different to you, how are you lads, I'm Carly, but welcome back to the That's What I Heard podcast with myself, Sean Phipps. And myself, Carly Mahadi. <laughs> we just want to say a huge thank you, we can finally actually put it out there that we actually know some listeners and downloads and whatnot and it's going very well and we're very happy with where we have been so far, given the fact that it is only our first podcast and we're still finding our fee, so for myself and Carly, a huge thank you. And producer Rain for helping us you put one foot in front of the other, even if you can't remember half the podcast that he's editing. But, still. Um, but this week's episode we have... A lovely friend of ours, Paige. Hi, Hi guys. Who Good to be is here. going to be touching on basically the Pride podcast, lads. Happy Pride, everyone. Happy, Happy Pride, Pride Month. Now, Pride is over. I hope you've had a ball and you're still dying when you're listening to this because it's not going to be released next week. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that's really it. And I don't really know what to say after this. So, if someone could help me, that would be great. So, if you want me to just jump in and just kind of introduce myself, my name is um, Paige Behan. Uh, I've worked in the George for about six years. Mm-hmm. I know. You definitely all know her now. I know Carly and Sean for, for a long time. And I said I'd jump onto this podcast and kind of talk about myself as being trans and intersex, considering it's a Pride episode. And, Touch base on a few things that like would normally be kind of showcased and shared on normal platforms, such as different podcasts. I haven't actually heard anything about trans issues or anything to do with kind of pride. Everyone jumps on the bandwagon for pride, but uh, yeah, thought I'd come on and. And we're absolutely buzzing to hear your experience say, because, like, do you know what? As many times as we have drank and been out and being absolute little brats together, yeah. I've never even touched on the topic. No, like Carly put it in. She's like, Paige is coming on to the podcast. She's like, it's about pride. And she's like, Paige, it's like intersex. What is like intersex? Like if you can break it down. like So like I would kind of basically say I'm trans for the simple fact that like I, I don't. It means like I don't have to explain it to people what intersex is. But basically I lived, I was born as male, categorized as male at birth. And when I turned 16, I got really sick. So I was getting heartburn. Heartburn of all things, heartburn. heartburn. I was getting heartburn an awful lot, and like I was getting dizzy and stuff all the time. Didn't know what was going on. Going to my GP, my GP was um, doing loads of tests. Went for an ultrasound and turns out I have an ovary. So I was born with a disorder of sexual development or hermaphroditism is what it's. So like both. Like both, yeah. But it comes in. It, it's it's a spectrum basically. Right. So like some people can be born with both sets of genitalia, or some people can be born. That was with, my question. Yeah. So it, this was inward in you. This wasn't it. Wasn't an outward. outward, right? Yeah. Okay. So basically, um, I never developed an Adam's apple. My voice never dropped. Never grew body hair. Kind of that kind of thing. Yeah. Kind I fucking of love that. Oh, like great. Like terrible terrible no. <laughs> a penny off me therapy. Love that. But yeah, so um, I was basically given the option at 16 whether I wanted to have my ovary removed and go on testosterone and start a transition. Not really a transition, but to kind of develop more as male. Right, okay. But it was illegal in Ireland to start hormone replacement therapy for cross-sex at the time. So I couldn't start hormone replacement therapy at 16 because it was illegal in Ireland. Right, okay. And like, what was the whole thing illegal? Like, was it dangerous to do? Considered a child, realistically. Yeah, I'm considered considered underage. So I met a bodybuilder on Grindr. 
<laughs> I swear. Here we go. Okay. Uh, we're going and straight off, in, we go. so. off we go. Straight in. No kissing. Um, he was selling me estrogen, injectable estrogen. And so now you're on the black no, market. Now you're on the black no, market. No, honestly. No, in hindsight, guys, the worst thing that could have ever been done in my entire life. But yeah, was injecting estrogen into me like every two weeks. Hadn't a clue about the dosage. Didn't know what I was doing whatsoever. So this is when you were 16. This is when I was 16. And oh God, anybody starting their journey, by the way, can we just definitely this, highlight that? Do this not is what do I'm that. trying to do say. Yeah. Just at home, guys. Basically, yeah. is that what worst thing I ever could have done. But like, take like injecting estrogen. All I was doing was raising my testosterone to cancel out that estrogen. So it never really did that for me. Only gave me a blood clot. So oh Jesus Christ! Know? It was like battling each other. Basically, one hundred percent. It was just pure contradicting each other. Then when I turned eighteen, I started um, a testosterone blocker and went on estrogen and haven't really looked back since. I'm sitting here about two lashes on my face now. Like easement from fucking Crank's new group. But come here to me. So when you went about transitioning correctly, realistically, did you explain to your doctor like, look, a man's been taking this estrogen? Were they able to tell by your blood levels? Did they pull you up on it? But see, like when I was forced going through all the tests before everything came out, my estrogen was quite high, and my doctor asked. My mum was I buying anything online? Because oh the, the, no, <laughs> but this was before I started taking yeah, estrogen. Yeah, but um, the doctor was like, "Is she taking the pill? Or is, this, is he taking the pill or anything like that?" My mum was like, "Not that I'm aware of. I wasn't. My nest, my estrogen was just naturally high at the time, so that that kind of sparked an interest for more kind of in depth testing." towards what was going on and how bizarre was that to you to turn around yeah. so you're having these problems within yourself and like you, like you said you were having the headaches and all the whole lot mm. you didn't know what was wrong with you were you not baffled when they turned around to you and said oh Paige do you actually have an ovary not really, not really. Like, not really. No, like, no. did you have a feeling it wasn't that I had a feeling but it was just like it felt like something kind of made sense in the back of my mind and like right. to be fair I'd never met anyone that was trans never never even seen a drag queen at 16 years of age so I didn't know what that was now would you have been a feminine Oh, very yeah. Right. My, my mom always said I was I was I was a feminine, not camp. Do you know what I mean? Right. There's a difference. Okay. So yeah, um, I don't know. Like I I started my transition not knowing what the fuck was going on. To be honest with you, and like for years I felt like a man in a dress. Like when I was transitioning, I felt right. like what I was doing was really wrong. Do you know that kind of way? Because like, that shame isn't better than people oh, regardless. Yeah, yeah. And especially like the areas, like the like you're from oh. Crumlin, you're from things. I'm no, from Bally Fair. First of all, before you go any further, I'm not from fucking Crumlin. So I'm driven to represent. I'm oh, I'm not the same, all right? <laughs> oh, right. So yeah, I'm not. I'm from Drim. Because they're all the Stones, and Sun Drive drove though. Yeah. What? Drive. You don't win this year from Thursday. Or Castellos. Only went to Cardinal Castello. Right, right. Yeah. One, right. But yeah, no, as you were saying, I'm from Bally Fair. But yeah, there's like that undertone of uneducation. Like, it's not closed mindedness. It's not people trying to be arseholes. It's just pure and utter. Like, they, they, they just don't get it. Curiosity of people. Yeah. Is, it's great. I love it. But like, there is some people that want to kind of know what the gossip is and know what the tea is for the sole fact to have that kind of against you. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 absolutely. It's more so, yeah, it's like a manipulative thing, sort of wanting to figure out your business mm. rather than oh, yeah. being actually so interested in it. Like, I remember the first time we met, I was riddled with cancer. I was needy, but that stage, remember, I had yeah. no hair. We went yeah. back to Blaine's oh, we party. Blaine. And you were walking around with the drain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you were chasing our lynch. Remember yeah. when was in the room? Yeah. They were like, yeah, the thing was leaking to bits. Oh, as well. Yeah, no, but I had no hair at this stage when I first met Paige. So um, so we were sitting in the sitting room. Do you remember like a load of random people had came in and me and you were literally up to ear, neck and a heart to heart. I was explaining my situation. All, yeah. yeah, you were telling me about your situation and I just remember being so fascinated. Like I was amazed by it all. And obviously then we had gotten into conversations about how you deal with that in your personal life mm. and so on. Mm. But I just 
obviously I had heard because you get the word tranny thrown around and you yeah. get the word this that and do you know this type yeah. of thing thrown around and people then get mixed up and then they're like oh there's cross dressing oh there's drag queens like people don't know the actual meaning of trans or mm-hmm. the actual meaning of intersex sure you're only after educating me there now I'm only yeah. after learning no, properly no literally I'm yeah. like I thought good. intersex was when it was an outwardly an thing hour. and you're born with the two genitalia. Yeah. I wasn't aware that you are considered intersex because you had an ovary. Yeah. So I'm so, like, you're educating the children right now. After Lyra. <laughs> no. But like, yeah, but like, even when it comes to like, that word tranny being thrown around, for instance, like, like, sometimes I don't really, like, you can't really blame people for saying something like that because they, they think it's okay because they've never been pulled They're up. Not educated. They're not educated. They didn't grow up around anybody Definitely like that or been in that situation. Yeah. So it is one of them things, and even when it comes to it, like personal life and stuff like that, like when I first started to transition, I thought being being a woman was like looking as feminine as possible, acting as feminine as possible, trying to come off in certain ways as the most feminine person that you can be. But like I remember waking up this morning, like it, I'm transitioning nearly seven years, yeah. and it took me only last year. I woke up and I sat in the bed and I was like, I'd walk down the road in a nip. Does not bother me. That does not make me any less of a woman. No. I can have my hair in a bun. I have two lashes on my face, as I said, not a screen of makeup on. I'm in a tracksuit at the minute. Me presenting myself in a certain way does not make me any less feminine or any less female no. whatsoever. No. Paige, you exude more femininity than me. And I don't mean that as in, you know what I'm saying? No. You, mm. I look at you and I'm like, she's so, like, you're just a woman and you exude. And I said this from the moment mm. I met you sexuality. Yeah. You're a real fucking sexual kind of being. Like, I said that from the time I met you. I was like, she's hot as fuck. Everyone I was like, what is it? it? Like, there's just something about you that's around you. Like, you exude. Femininity. But you know what it is as well? Like, a certain part of me loves loves doing that for the simple fact that, like, I meet, let, let's say, fellas, like, if I'm on a night out and done up to nine, <laughs> <laughs> done, and you're out, and you're at a bar and someone tries to chat you up and they're buying you drinks, it's like, I'm not going to tell them in that moment that, like, oh, here, by the way, I spent 16 years of my life as a bloke. None of their business. Yeah. No. But there's always that, like, like, let's say, for instance, I go on a night out and I'm chatting with a fella. I could show that fella how, like, smart, funny, yeah, bit yeah. crack, mental I am. Yeah. The second I say something like that, everything goes out the window. They completely forget everything that I've been saying for the last half an hour. It's like you're just putting a corner all your life. Yeah. Literally. But then, and even like, at that, like, you're just still yeah. afraid to say anything because, like, I'm just going to ruin my moment. Yeah. And, and if like, that did happen, you're like, I'm not having a ball. Yeah. And now I'm just a fucking idiot. Like, but it's, it's really, like, that's yeah. not the case at all. But then, like, stu- stupid things that, like, that they'd say in their head and they're like, oh, like, does that make me gay for being attracted to you? Or it's like, <sighs> no, you were attracted to me because you see it. Because like, you're seeing who I was. You're seeing who I was. Like, I don't. Here's my blossom. My authentic self is my who you're seeing. My authentic self. Like, there you go. That's what it is. Yeah. That's like, just so hurtful though. Like imagine yeah. you're like that just having a conversation with someone, you're genuinely bouncing off them. You know yourself when you have even a connection with someone you've just met and mm. you know if it could like kind of come to fruition and be a bigger thing and things are going great and then you turn around and tell them something that's essentially a huge part about you and then they're like, I know, keep it. Mm. Like, so you're going like to deny that genuine, like you're going to deny that genuine connection just yeah. because? Like I, I don't understand why people are like that. But you know what it is as well. Like I don't think it's um I don't think it's the people themselves sometimes. So like ninety nine percent of the fellas I like meet do not have a problem themselves with me being trans intersex. It's mainly what other people think. It's what their, their friends fears, and family think. Family around. Their family and it's or like, friends or everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are my mates gonna say? I'm gonna give you an example. I was seeing a fella there for a, a while. Friends and family didn't know I was trans and then all of a sudden I went out one night and one of the girls, I told one of his girl, one of his friend's girlfriends yeah. when I was in the toilet of a pub and the next day the lads WhatsApp group, they were saying awful things about me, all his mates. <gasps> Horrible things about me, like stupid things like, ah lads, you suck your board off, your board you see a fella, oh, you know, stuff like that. And for God. me to lie in bed beside him and look at him 
reading these messages in a WhatsApp group and not standing up for me was the absolute boiling point for me. Yeah. Like it's, but it really is like, it's, they're too concerned about like, their friends closing their front doors and talking about them to their mm-hmm. to, to their family and being like, oh, did you hear him oh, Him around the corner was going out with such and such and on. Who actually gives a fuck about anyone else's life and what they do? Like, if you want to be happy, be my guest, be happy. Yeah. But don't try and sugarcoat it to me and say, well, I'm not telling my friends and family just to kind of, for you. You've done that for yourself. Do you know what I kind of There's always that little undertone of transphobia, even with people that want to understand it. Yeah. You know? That's the main part. If they can't understand it there and then, they're never going to understand it. I feel and if weak, they did, they've, like, already, they've already born to bridge with you there and oh, then yeah. anyway. Like, life is in the heart. Like, it's, like, it's, not. it's not. But most of the time, it's, and I find an awful lot of the time with trans friends of mine, it's bitter young ones that couldn't have this fella. That yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. look at him now. He's in Tableau. Look, look at him. <laughs> I like, could see Carly do you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, like, I swear to God, I've been in so many situations like that. I have trans friends that are going through transition and that have fully transitioned. Mm. And like that, look at him with that bloke. Oh, you vicious little bastard. Just yeah. because someone Jealous had no bastards. interest in you, you have to go and attack something so personal within them. You couldn't just say, oh, look, he's had to go for someone else. It's a bit shite. It's yeah. poxy. No, look at that bloke. Look where I'm going. I'll never forget years ago. There was, um, Remember the right venue? Yeah. Smell the was, carpet. Uh, oh, stop uh, it. It's not as bad as Diva, but just as well off the carpet. But Ooh. there was a that picture. That sticky and Diva, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. The floor is lava. No, <laughs> the floor is lava. <laughs> but um, there was a picture in the right venue years ago, and it was the photographer had taken it, and it went onto the, the Facebook page, and it was of a straight lad kissing a trans girl. The comments underneath that, I, no, I couldn't this? even repeat it back yet. Yeah. I couldn't even repeat it back. It was fucking disgusting. And at that, it actually was long enough. It was probably about, just when you started transitioning, probably about seven or eight years mm-hmm. ago. And this wasn't widely accepted. This was seen as like, as alien. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? So people really fucking went hell for letter underneath yeah. that. I will never forget the abuse. And it's just like, although something is peculiar to you, why would you feel the need to so passionately go against yeah, something? Yeah. Like, what's in you? Why are you so spooky about that? Like, is there something uh, that's hitting an yeah, air yeah, with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Is what's going on there? Why are you so angry for? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And yeah. is that your little suppressed emotion someone's after twiddling their finger over? Yeah. That's what I often find. And like that, me and Paige is only saying in the car on the way up here just before we got you. It's always the straightest of the straight. Mm-hmm. It's always the men with full ass families like, and fucking children. And here we go. Let us, let us have it because this is the problem. So I started seeing a fella just before <laughs> COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Now, a little bit older than me, has a child, comes from one of the areas that I mentioned that you are from. I'm not mm-hmm. going to go any deeper. But seeing him before COVID, big, huge thing. Two of us had more than each other. Oh, well, that too as well, but like, sure, <laughs> we won't go into that. I'll tell you, he's in the car on the way home. It's been very no, long. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, so I don't know. The two of us ended up having more. I stopped really talking for a little while because it wasn't working, and I ended up seeing someone else. But the only reason I got into a relationship with that other person after him was just to just get over him. So, a couple of months ago, we split up from me from my last relationship. Me and him got back talking again. Now, when I mean like us going out with each other, it was basically just like him collecting me, us going for a little bit of food in the car, sitting up at a viewpoint, you know, stupid stuff like yeah. that. But then we kind of start like going out for dinner and stuff. But it was always remember me and you the backest, darkest pub in the back of Kalini. Yeah, where nobody can <laughs> literally see can you know? the table in the corner, please. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't hold my hand. Here are you. <laughs> so yeah, it was it's, it was like that. 
But there, my birthday was last week. Decided to go down the country. Down the country now. I mean, playing Happy Families. Me going into this club, having changed the bed clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a FaceTime to you. Muffa going around. I'm like, yes, this my but then on FaceTime to you then you were like um, show me so here I am trying to angle myself in certain ways on FaceTime so you can bleed and see if I was there but, but imagine you even having to do that is like what ridiculous. I'm saying but like, like oh imagine trying to sit myself a certain way so you can see who I'm with that mm. person should be fucking up singing and dancing that mm. you're spending time with them in the first place not yeah. fucking hiding in the background yeah. of a poxy picture but like, literally what was even worse is that like we, we were in the back arse of like Wexford Arklow and like the two of us going shop and get a few bits in literally playing mammies and daddies that's the, what, yeah, my thing in my head yeah. like doing everything <laughs> together like we went swim, like we went sea swimming and all like we literally spent nearly four days together just the two of us weren't even around anyone else and it was amazing and then the Tuesday night two of us are lying there in bed roaring crying because we didn't want to end. But yeah, that's not my problem. Like, And I, yeah, that's couldn't have said it any fucking I mean? better. Yeah. That's not your problem. But that is something that I'm always going to have to like... Consider. Consider. Yeah. Because like at the end of the day, I am trans intersex. So like I'm, I can't run away from that. I just have to embrace that. But it's always going to be a topic of conversation. But well, that's always. such a gorgeous part of you like it's obviously not your full personality because mm. anybody that knows you knows you has personality for no. days and days she's actually not being as witty as she is right now and I'm really this loving is it. it she's being very responsible Paige is, is a force to be honest with you other person and that is it's a part of you but it's a minuscule part of you it shouldn't yeah. be a deciding factor mm. in yeah. somebody wanting to progress in a relationship with you mm. and uh, like these people should realise they're lucky enough to have the opportunity to be around it in the first place mm. So why they don't embrace that is just a little bit strange to me. If it's well, like saying that as well, like there's there, there's an awful lot about myself that like I don't even know yet. Like I was talking to Maddie today, and uh, when I, I was talking about when I started my transition, like mm-hmm. I went to bed one night in a in a vest top, and I woke up and me Diddy was in the kitchen making breakfast. <laughs> like, I had a set of beers that literally grew overnight, and here I am. It's down there, butter with a slice of toast. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> So like it's things like that, like the I still don't know about myself. Like it's it's that it's that kind of funny journey. Like and even with hormone replacement therapy, like I made a cup of tea the other day and I put the milk in the press, and my mum's following me around. I'm oh, would it be like chemo, Brian? Similar yeah. enough. I seen actually on TikTok there's a lad that I follow. I forget his name. He's from Ireland. He's from the country, and he was saying that ever since he started transitioning and ever since he's on hormones, he's like lads. I didn't have the best brain in the world before. He said, "But oh, fuck I'm me now. now." He was like, "I can't hold concentration to act. And I can't remember anything." Carly. Oh, that sounds like me. I watched <laughs> a three and a half minute video of a dog with three legs. You know that? That's because in the back of your head, you're really a vet, just letting everyone else <laughs> be veterinarian. Veterinarian. But I was vocally crying, like howling, howling in my room. My mom was like, "Are you all right?" I was like, "No, it's just video, please." Like very bad. So yeah, Did you cry when you're saying me with one leg? Yeah, I cried. Well, now I cried when I seen your ankle go. The video of the dog was of you. It was you. You <laughs> oh were the dog. I've only three legs left. Jesus. <laughs> I want to keep them going. But um, oh, yeah. now it must be bizarre for you like that between your emotions being all over the place, probably your brain not mm-hmm. being 100%. So mm-hmm. you probably just feel fucking all over the shop. Okay, you were still in school when this was happening, were you? Yeah, I went to an all-boys school from first year to Georgia yeah. after my junior. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I, I Drimna Castle I went to. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> so, like... No, I'm OLM. I'm not Drimna. Oh. Mm, here we go. Now. So how was your experience in secondary school going through? Yeah, I want to know if it was the same as mine. 
But like for forms of torture, like the school I went to was awful. Like they used to throw tennis balls down corridors to people, throwing their bags inside out. I was locked in a room for a half an hour in gym class in the woodwork room. Here's me like starting out all the wooden because I was like, they let me out eventually. Like you know. <laughs> 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 uh, it was Mrs. Hinch in the woodwork room. Ah, uh, me spreads the floor all over the gas. <laughs> but like, like it was that kind of thing. And like when I left, when I left the all boys school and started to transition, I skipped fourth year and went to fifth year in like a disadvantaged area school, Kymore College. Okay. And was that mixed? Or no, was it's, that? It's, it's a desh skill. Yeah, a, a mixed skill. Right. But I'm telling you now, the last two years of skill were the best two years. Like I walked in there in fifth year, and like nobody, like I knew people because they were from the area and yeah. stuff. But everyone was so nice, so kind, so accepting, so nurturing. The teachers were great. Everything was just so much better. And you never hear things like that. Usually, you always hear of people struggling. So it's lovely Had to hear that. Had a great that. time. Like, oh, so great it's like time. it was like you only started school in fifth year. Yeah, the way you wanted it. Oh to yeah, be, and like, I loved it last year. And you years. loved it then. I've Indeed. shivers. That made me really happy. And imagine if the fourth, second, and third year had it been in that scale. Imagine oh, well, what else you could have done. Imagine, imagine, imagine yeah. fire around like, element. I probably like, would have transitioned a bit earlier. Like, like you, you know, straight out of the room. Hello, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Me with a better set of lashes out of the room than I do now. Like, were you like me? I know in scale, like, don't get me wrong, I'm like class clown, but this is like my safety net. Mm. Like, I'm like, if someone's laughing at me, I'm like, right, grand. I'm like, they're actually normally the ones that swing abuse, but they haven't abused me in about a yeah. week. So I'm like, if I literally just do something funny, they're just not going to, this is what I don't in scale. Like, do you get me? Yeah. That's my safety net. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I knew everyone and talked to everyone, but I was like, I know it's going to get hurdled eventually. Yeah. But I actually wasn't that bad in school. Like, it was more or less like, Outside of skill, the lads that be fucking cans of coke to go down the road, and I was like, I'm not turning around to fight you because I physically can't. Yeah, I was like, but I the only Satan that is me is just being like a little class clown, like okay. just being people pleaser. Because I'm like, if I wasn't that, I was like, I probably would absolutely just be depressed out of nowhere. And Which, did you, you have a really bad experience in secondary school? No, like, and again, like, because I was like just a funny witty fuck, like, but I was people pleasing and being the class clown. It's not the same that I do it now, like, I do mm. it for me now. Do you get yeah. me? Like, and I know who I am now and I love that but like I also I think the sports helped that I was growing up in football like and I had basketball as well like yeah. that yeah. kind of helped as well in a way you like, had your oh, masculine side yeah. Yeah. yeah then I was also like oh fuck yourself do you get me yeah. well, can we, did you not find that the people that like had stuff to say about you and the people that pulled you the ones now and now like if they're on a night out they're like me me Matt loves you when you get a photo with or me or else like, it's three in the morning and you're getting a message oh. no literally <laughs> like, here, I, <laughs> like, I walk in the George get, and the ones that used to bully me in school I'm saving over the bar and mm. I'm like yeah and they're all winking at you <laughs> like look with the cat right Some of them, yeah, a few of them. But like, yeah. no, you definitely have a way more because you're in the George as well. Especially so if anyone's coming out, like we're gonna go to George. Where else is there fucking go? Like some but, of them did be popping up on Grindr as a blank one. They were like, if I could, I would. But you know, all my friends, I was like, oh my god, you're probably hot. I was like, hey, are you please just let me know? Well, but, like, you, I, I reckon that you'll get this as much as I do. Like I have a two hundred and ninety something message requests on my Instagram that are just from married men, men that have kids. And men that like are friends with like my man Dan or like stuff like that. Jesus like there Christ. was a fella that owns a gym. I'm not gonna say what gym oh. it is, I'm not gonna say where it is. But he's married and has kids and was like hocking my phone over on Instagram, blocks him on Instagram, hocking my phone over on Messenger. <sighs> and I he sent me a friend request on Snapchat and sent me a video of him driving by my house and zooming in on my front door. Do you know that's harassment? A hundred percent harassment. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Oh, Annalise Keaton here from no, Let's Get Away with Murder. That's so weird. I literally bought her book yesterday by Ola Davis. She, I was watching her Oprah thing and I was amazing. crying. What? She's amazing. She used to have rats eating her neck when she was younger. She was poor and all. It was awful. I was like, this is. I, so I was like, here, my tenor goes for it. I was like, in your big lovely oh mansion my. and all your millions now. God. Love you. But yeah, anyhow. But yeah. So, so it went from harassment to Viola Davis, which is lovely. That was, it's a yeah, nice contrast. Nice you brought it in, hon. Oh, Kate. 
uh, yeah, so, but like, like uh, these kind of fellas would be the ones that would like, I, I remember about four years ago, I was getting the bus into work, standing at the, a bus stop in Cherry Orchard now, strike one, like the neck of me, standing at a bus stop in Cherry Orchard past eight o'clock, you get a black cat fucked at your butt. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of an actual black cat just <laughs> getting flung at my head. No, a viral. Like Sabrina's like, a teenage witch. But like an Opal Corsa pulled up and it car fully unfless, but like fellas that like are from my area, you know, the lads kind of thing. Shouting abuse out the window, tranny, he, she, lady, why the whole lot. But four out of five of them in the car texting me that night. Hey, uh, what's the story? Hello, John. I've been like, going through yeah. my thing and I'd have been like, there three, you are. Three in the morning. <laughs> hey, do you want to go for a walk? <laughs> three or four in the morning. Three, three, hey, do you want to go for a walk? That wasn't me. That that was me, mate. Like, apologies and oh, stuff like course. that. But like... Did you go for the walk? No, I okay. screenshot everything. I said, you you, you messaged me or my family one more time. Then that, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. No. I'd tell oh, you. I'd be out I'll and everyone now. If it was me, I would be out and everybody. I'd be like, if you want to give me abuse, I really will destroy your life. So here we are. But that's that. That's the only thing that I can like really do is like have that as a fallback. My man says to me, that's real dangerous. Don't threaten anyone with screenshots or anything like that. My man's like that. Why are he like that? Because like, I don't know. Like, no, no. I feel do like that's the way I grew up just to be that class. Yeah, it's just like, look, if you get through a skill doing what you have to do. And I was like, no, maybe if I didn't have to do it, I fucking concentrate. I could have fucking done what I wanted to do. Yeah. Didn't really know what I wanted to do, but yeah, still. But like, the first thing that you'll hear any Irish older person or yeah. parent say, right? Like, my ma used to always say to me, because the speculation around me being a lesbian is just heavy. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks no, I'm you're gay. the biggest fag hat. I no, am a, I'm a lesbian woman trapped in a straight no, woman's yeah, body. I am. Like, every. Everybody, no, I'm hanging I'm around. Happy. I went, used to go to war, the dragon. Like, I always felt so accepted yeah. and so happy in the LGBTQIA plus community. <laughs> oh. Jesus Christ, plus, and that choking on that. Plus, plus, plus. Yeah. I always felt so accepted there. And because I danced growing up, I would have been friends with a lot of gay males. They were older than me. So I always ended up in these sort of spaces. Yeah. And I idolised it. I was never judged. Nobody ever stood in a corner looking you up and down if you're tumbling around the floors. It was a great place to be. And because I knew my friends were safe and happy themselves it made it so much easier to enjoy yourselves when we were together and come here for everyone listening like see the way uh, Carly just said tumbling around like she's like a freestyle dancer she's doing illusions and all like in oh every I day, die have me on spot legs on the stage no. head, like <laughs> I like honestly, but it makes me so happy that I can carry on like that because that is what I'm like. I'm Ooh. out there, but say if I carried on like that in 22, there'd be young ones throwing their elbows into your back and pouring drinks on you and all. Like people don't like that in in stray spaces because people is all competing for each other's attention. It isn't like that. Well, for me, it's not like that in the gay spaces because I'm not trying to catch anybody's attention. I'm just there to enjoy my time with my friends. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? But do you not think lately, like in 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 gay spaces and in safe spaces and that. I think straight men have figured out that like straight women are going to these gay spaces to get away from men uh, attention. Yeah, yeah. And now yeah. it's and now it's come it's become a thing where like I'd be walking to be some fella in the corner and they're like, You out because like you're literally here trying to harass women. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. you're also intimidating the people that belong here. Yeah. Like yeah. I've I seen an article one time and actually got really upset over, I got really disheartened. And it was um straight people destroying yeah, uh, gay, gay places, nightclubs, places to be in all and I was like, Jesus Christ, like I like you don't have a fucking I'll... lot, lads. Fuck off. No, yeah, I, I do agree. I absolutely agree. Do you know what I don't agree with, right? So you, you're going to have your straight friends and they're going to come on nights out with yeah. you as such. But see, like, fucking hen parties uh, coming in and swinging our drag queens and pulling at them and being like, oh my God, he's real gay yeah. to him beside us. He's their little gay friend. That's not fair. But like, we, like, in the George, like, we have a policy. Like, we don't do, we don't accept hen parties or stag parties. And if we do, now, on the off chance, if it's a regular customer, we might. But there's no hen party paraphernalia. 
like no veils, no sashes, yeah, no like yeah. really straws around like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But like nine nine times out of ten, you have these women that come in and they watch one episode of RuPaul's Drag Race and they come in. They're like, yes, and you're like, like hang on for a minute. This isn't somewhere that you need to be coming in and ogling at people and like trying to have this persona. You're in a bar. Respect the people around you. This is a space for everyone. It's inclusive. You're lucky you're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're blessed you are let in in the first place. But that's what I mean. And I'm so glad that I am ex- accepted in these spaces mm-hmm. that I do be with me friends because I don't carry on like that. I don't be swinging out of people, mm-hmm. climbing up the drag queens, back on a picture, get my son, come here, it's me. Like, it's, <laughs> it's um, all very much like, just <sighs> carry yourself. Calm yeah. the fuck down and just... You aren't something to be looked at and pointed at and poked at. Like, uh, People. You know the people that are like, oh my god, my like, I have an uncle that's gay. Or, no. Oh, Jesus. Do you know him? He's from right. Longford. Like, fuck don't want to know about your auntie's dog walkers, parakeet. Like, fuck <laughs> off being gay. Like, makes no sense to me. No, someone said that to me. Where was I? Forbidden fruit. She was like, yeah. She was like, are you gay? I was like, yeah. And she was like, great. She was like, do you know John? I was like, <laughs> yeah, we all know each other. I was like, John, she's like, just John. And I was like, no. She's like, you would know. She's like, he's tall. I was like, where is he from? She's like, Arklow. I was like, get the fuck out of my face, mister. She's like, I'll give you a gin and tonic. I was like, I'll take it, but you need to live. Like, now it's always like that. Now I don't fucking know John. Like, ask me pipe, John, will you? Um, I really want to know because you always dodge these sort of questions. <sighs> Look at him. You do. Straight away, I need another relaxer. I have it in my pocket. I'm like, bollocks. No, you're all right. Come here. So I was half of his table. All right, come on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Right. So I am curious to know when it first became apparent to you that you were a little bit different and you thought you, you might have been G-A-Y. Are you a homosexual? the middle legs, that oh, one. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Are you a homosexual? <laughs> You're homosexual. Yeah. homosexual. <laughs> I'd say 15. Like, yeah. I thought you would have, no, honestly, like, personally, I thought you would have known from younger. Did you no, not have an idea didn't. from when you were I younger? No, probably was like, no, I have a girlfriend and I kissed her and that's all I did. But that actual thought never entered your head until you were about 15? No, probably until, yeah, about 15. Wow. I know. Then I was like, oh, bollocks, how do I do this? Because it is a real thing. You're like, oh my God, why mm. say this to me, ma? Because the way I look at it is, like, you come out of the womb and whoever's around you, like, me ma, like, me ma's the first like woman to ever love me for me regardless so like you're thinking like oh bollocks I'm going back in all these years like what if I say something that's going to break her heart however I kind of knew it would be accepting but it's not like that for everyone and you know what I mean like people don't have that happy place to go to me brother and me dad best things ever the two men two forced men to love me do you get me kind of thing you are blessed so I was blessed but not everyone is so if you're listening to me basically go to your happy place and you know where everything is going to be good for and then go from there and keep them there in the background and have mm-hmm. them there with you if you feel so uncomfortable that you know they want to accept your kind of thing. Do you have any advice way. for anybody that probably wouldn't have such an accepting family like do you? Like I just like just find your happy place and people and like just do you like the friends I have you for instance like all them like you are my happy place and you are my comfort zone and my safety net and blanket. That's a huge if, thing. If that's them by all means stick to them. Tell all them your problems what you want to go through. Mm. List out the pros and cons of what may happen from going forward with this. And then all you can do is move forward with it. Not every family is perfect. Yeah. There is toxic families. I know everyone says, look after man, look after that. That's not the point. And that's not, Completely that's not agree it. With Do you it. get me? Well, pe- yeah. pe- people have this whole mentality, like blood is thicker than water kind of thing. But like, it's not. If, if your family don't accept you, like, like Jesus, like where, where I walk, everyone that I walk with is basically like my second family. Yeah. So like, if your family you don't both, necessarily you see them more than you see your family. Yeah, that's everyone, very true. And Mish is also much of your listening as well, by the oh. way. It's been weeks. 
But yeah, no, literally find your safety blanket, find the people that make you feel your authentic, lovely self that you're put on the planet to be. Go from there and then just see where it plans out. Yeah. Nothing is going to ever be, like you're going to obviously think that's the worst thing. Like right now, this fucking boo right now to me is the worst thing. Obviously, I know there's a lot worse things going on in the world. Absolutely. But that would be someone's thing that there and then. Do you get me? Oh, you can't decide what hurts someone or what no, doesn't you hurt can't, someone. Yeah. But Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. If they're overthinking the fuck, knowing quite well, like some dads are like, absolutely not. That's not going to be my son kind of thing. And then it'd be going back and forth. And then it'd break up a family because the mother doesn't want to be with the dad. Of course, kind of, thing. of course, yeah. So it's just completely different. I was blessed and not everyone will be. But like I said, find a safety blanket and the people around you that make yeah. you your full happiness and don't judge you for you yeah that and if quote. people don't like it for you just fucking do it even more fuck them even more again absolutely mm-hmm. and when you get there do it again you're not going to be able to please everyone and not everyone is going to accept you for what you stand for or who you are as a person but it's like do you remember when you were in school and like you taught when you were in school oh my god is this what life is is this what life is going to be yeah. and then you finish school and it's completely different to what you actually thought it was going to be you're like you I'm meet- actually open into the big bad world everything I learned yeah. in school is right yeah, like, why didn't I learn business? I don't know what a tracker mortgage is, but no, yeah, literally. I know how to solve X. Like, that oh, makes I know no sense. The from the credit union. No problem. <laughs> yeah, can't balance it out. But, like, like, once you're out there, like, you meet so many different diverse people and it opens up your mind an awful lot more. If you're not liked in one in one, one regard, you will be liked in another. You have to be your authentic self because, to be honest with you, if I hadn't transitioned at 16, I would have transitioned in my 40s and 50s, but, like, that would have been 30 years of me being very unhappy as a person. It was inevitable that I was going to transition anyway. Mm-hmm. But the, the sooner I did, I was kind of better off. But like, there's no point suppressing how you feel just because you're afraid that you're going to like hurt someone else's feelings or you're going to That's very put other people in positions that they're not going to like you. Like, fuck it, fuck everyone. And did you obviously transition sooner? Because, like I said, me mum and dad and me brother are like me support system like is that why because you like you felt so open to them and they, they loved you like kind of thing like and you knew that they would accept it or I'm gonna say something that like I, I don't think I've actually ever said to a lot of people but like Ooh. you know you know small little things like so like when girls grow up and they go through that like little teenage phase like they learn like like how to like do their hair and all like I had to learn that at 16 I didn't know how to shave my legs when I was 16 and I stood in my bath and my mom shaved my legs when I was 16 <gasps> to show me how to shave my legs it was little things like being able to like do little feminine things like being able to paint my nails and like like I I make a joke with my man I'm like Jesus I started using conditioner and now I'm a woman like I started off as like shampoo and then I use shampoo and conditioner and now I'm a woman like you stopped you know, using the seven and one stop using that Friday yeah, yeah. <laughs> started using a little hair treatment then but like it was seven small things small things that like came. <laughs> <laughs> sorry I'm like trying to Put all the seven in the one ingredients in your head. I was like, what uh, did I do now? It's uh, oil for your car. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Antifreeze. Uh. Just go to a fella's house and open the fucking door to show you'll find yeah. the seven in one. Trust me. And some other words, lashes. Yeah, sorry, we got a little... Got a bit sidetracked there. I really enjoyed that, to be honest. Um, yeah, it was just small things that I've, I felt like women that like were... Categorised as women from birth got to learn. I felt like I missed out on all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like my ma, Jesus, like she's the most supportive person ever. I have a tattoo on the back of my neck of the chemical structure of estrogen that my mom made, gave me the idea of getting. So I never forget to take my hormones. Every six months, I have an appointment in the hormone clinic and they literally. And you're like, you. So if he's on a Revolut page, let's. Uh, like, no idea. It cost me a fortune. It's basically like having a car and having a mortgage at the same time yeah. just to pay for hormones. But I go to this clinic every six months, they give me digits a little fail. Uh, they measure me waist, measure me hips, weigh me, check me blood pressure, and it's the most horrible thing ever. 
But my maddest would be dragging me by the hair out of bed at six in the morning, being like, right, we need to go. She brings me. She shows up to all the appointments. She, like, is the one that, like, is by my side the most. And I'm so, 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 so grateful for that woman. Like, she does absolutely everything for me. And it's, yeah, it makes me a little bit upset even talking about it. No, I'm literally... So what we're saying is, if you don't have the privilege to have a Mama P or Mama B, um, find your Mama P and Mama B and someone. Hold on to them. Keep them there for as long as possible. Mm. And just, they'll help you grow and be you. Go where you celebrate it. That is, when I seen that, I was just like, why are we fighting to force people to love us for who we are? Why do we chase people that don't love us authentically? Like, love isn't supposed to be difficult, whether it be in a family setting or whether it be in a friendship Mm -hmm. or a relationship. If someone is supposed to love you, they will love you fully as you are. So that's what I mean by go where you're celebrated. Like, people will take you as you are. It's not always going to be a case that people are going to fight you on what you want to be. Oh, yeah, no. I've literally only learned that, like, about two years ago. Yeah. I remember when I, like, started Instagram and I'd be sending them to Alison, someone the messages, and she's like, Sean, I don't need you to keep sending me these to let me know how amazing you are. I know this. And I was like, I'm just letting you know that this is what they're sending me. She's like, and you probably have hundreds after that, which I do. And she sent me down one day and she was like, I have three things I want to teach you. Can't remember what they are, but she taught me them when she's happy and has a little checklist. But I just feel like I've kept running, but my feet stopped moving now. Do you get me? Yeah. That's where I feel yeah. like I'm at with myself now and it's took 27 years. Yeah. Like, it's, it's hard, but like... Yeah, eventually will there I feel like life is like one big yellow brick road but like some people feel that like at the end of the yellow brick road they're going to get all the missing pieces handed to them but it's never ending it's that's not what life is about it's not like it's not that like it's fucking never ending and it's only you at the end of it it's only going to be the biggest person that you can be at the end of it eventually all them pieces come to like true fucking obstacles in life and you, you'll find true it. True celebration, true heartache, everything. true heart. Like Celebrate that's everything you because you are never guaranteed tomorrow, lads. So go to credit and get sort of grand so you can uh, like me. Literally. One thing, again, that I'm really curious about and I'm sure there's the people that are a lot more curious than me about it. How in Ireland, because I know we're quite backwards and very slow moving with a lot mm-hmm. of things, how in Ireland do you go about starting your transition? Is it a thing that you go to your GP and have a discussion or what way does it work? So basically, a lot of GPs and a lot of family doctors don't have the necessary education and background in order to like deal with these kind of issues and like sometimes like my GP still even asks me questions about stuff that she should really know but right. she didn't learn it she, she learned it out of a book in 1998 yeah, she's yeah, in college yeah. she's studying medicine but if you want to go about transition and go down the hormone replacement route you go to your GP your GP asks you to get a psychiatric referral so I have seven Jesus <laughs> I had oh to have God. I had to sit in front of seven psychiatrists. And you have to and, pay for these, don't you? And pay for them. I was grass. Skyping I was Skyping him and paying him two hundred euro a session. Jesus. And I had nine sessions for him to send me a letter. That's eighteen hundred quid. I paid him for him to send me a letter saying, Yes, this person suffers with um not only a disorder of sexual development, but like psychologically gender mm. dysphoria and so many issues regarding her gender. So I this ha- man got to decide that for you for yeah. eighteen hundred euros. You, have, lovely, yeah. Yeah. you yeah. have you have to sit in front of someone and jump through hoops and make like make prove, them believe essentially. Prove, yeah. yeah. So once that's done, once you get like I think you need like two or three. Once you get them, your GP will send your information alongside them referrals to the only clinic in Ireland that deals with trans healthcare, and it's called Lachlan Town, but okay. St. Column Kills Hospital. Uh, they are. Shocking. 
I'm not going to lie. They are I'm delighted very, you're saying this on here because packed. I'd rather people know this going forward. The waiting list is two years. You have to jump through hoops. Like you go in, they treat you like like an experiment. Like you're going in, they're like poking and prodding you and the whole lot. And they're like so short-staffed. Like uh, like if I run out hormones, I can't get through to them. Like I remember I'll you eat. telling me this. Yeah. So like I'm forced to like literally go to my GP and bomb my eyes out. She's not really supposed to be prescribing me hormones, but she will because I can't get through to you. Lockdown's it's what dangerous for you your do? development if you don't have your fucking... Like, like if I'm not taking my hormones, then like it's it's messing with my my endocrinological yeah. cycle. Like, yeah. But like, yeah, the waiting list at the minute is like two years. You go after two years and then they know that you've been socially transitioning for two years. So mm. you have this appointment and they the first appointment, they don't give you any medication, man. Then I have a chat with you, they take your blood and they go, come back in six months. You go back in six months, they put you on like a testosterone blocker. So I'm on a, t- a testosterone blocker now called Zolidex. And on I was on that for my cancer. Yeah. So now, <laughs> now here, funny, funny t- enough, funny now, it's go- Goosarellin it's called. But the funny thing about that is if you read the instruction leaflet of Zolidex, it'll say for breast cancer remission, for prostate cancer, but will not say anything about the indications for a transition. The same with the estrogen I take. On the leaflet, it won't say the indication for transitioning from male to female. It's so taboo, like, even the hormone clinic that I go to, I go and sit in the diabetic ward with people with the, with, with the gangrene toes from not, take, not taking their insulin and yeah. they're going in to get their blood sugars and all. There's no, nothing, no signs, no indication, nothing on their website to say that they deal with trans health care. no mention of you people. No mention of us people. <laughs> and here I am yeah. sitting beside the 16-year-old woman called Eileen, she's got her blood sum for her diabetes and I'm the only trans woman in the whole Yeah, and she's clinic. like, what are you here for, what love? Here for? I'm like, ah, oh, James, I'm here for me sciatica. Me <laughs> 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 But like the testosterone blocker that you get after your second one, um, there's like two dosages. So like the first one you get, you inject it into your stomach every four weeks for the first three dosages, and then you go on a higher one, like a twelve point six, and that's for uh, twelve weeks at a time. It's three months, isn't it? but you inject that into your stomach, and it stops your brain from producing testosterone. So you have to be on that for twelve weeks before you start your estrogen. So it kills the, t- the testosterone in your body, stops your brain producing it. Then you start your estrogen. But like I'm transitioning nearly seven years and I'm still probably three or four years away from my final surgery to finish my transition because there's no surgery. I was through that about two years ago. Yeah. Remember you were telling me like I'm going about this? Yeah. Like that's like about but six like, years now. I've had it. I've had it. It's a few bits and bobs done now, but like we, we won't go into that. But um, I am waiting. Yeah, absolutely ages. There's no surgeons in Ireland that can actually do sexual reassignment surgery. It's not a thing in Ireland. So if I want to have sexual reassignment surgery, I go to... Uh, England is one, Belgium, Canada, or Thailand. Oh, but see, like Thailand, Thai, Thailand, it's, it's expensive in Thailand, but it's also brilliant because they do that on a daily basis. Daily it, basis. It's what their kind yeah. of key thing but you know is. Yeah. Do you know what's freaking me out? Like there is one specific surgery that I have to go to England for. But once I go to England and have this surgery, when I come back to Ireland... No doctor is going to touch me if I have a complication when I come back oh to Dublin. Oh God, no, straight because back it's not over, their yeah. work. Yeah. Oh, so it's here's like me, teats. Bob. Yeah. yeah, but like that's me now, bobbing back and over, like bobbing back and forward over from Hollyhead, like just because I have a little bit of spot now. Like, well, imagine I mean? you're bent up. Say something did go it's really wrong, and you have to try and travel then while yeah. you're really unwell. Like, so you're not allowed like to fly if you're if you're in yeah. rag order. Do you know that way? But like the process of the surgery, there, there's, there's a new technique out recently. Okay, so the first technique for it, it's it's called a vaginoplasty. So they basically make a vagina for you. Right. And the first technique, the technique that's been tried and tested for years, is just your, your run-of-the-mill vaginoplasty. Mm-hmm. They get rid of the testicles, use the ball sack or scrotum as like the vaginal lips. They cut the head of the penis in half. One half is the clitoris and then put the other half. I've seen the video the, the nerve endings and stuff, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 
that was tried and tested for years. Yeah. But if you want to have more depth and like self lubricate, there's another one and it's like um Can you do that? Yeah. So this one no, is that's called um a Transrectal sigmoid vaginoplasty, I think it's called. Well, very good, too. So they take a part of your colon and put that into the back of the vagina, and it self lubricates, well. which means like it has basic function of, of like a biological vagina. But the one that I'm going for, and the one that I'm literally buzzing about, is that like they take a part of your um your peritoneal, like your abdominal muscle, okay, and they put that into the back as well. But it's like seven grand more expensive, so it's costing about nineteen and a half grand. Ah, well, if you're going for a girl, go you for it. Well go I like, I take the shiniest newest one, <laughs> no, please. The Argos catalog. Remember with yeah, <laughs> go to the Argos, a little six digit number. Have that one, please. Yeah. The new fanny. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, very the much. newest fanny on the range. Yeah, yeah. the new pom pom. I have enough fanny for this yoga so I want to give you a bit of fucking mind. Jesus Christ. But yeah, but yeah, it's like the healthcare in Ireland is absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Shy. Like they prescribed me hormones here a couple of years ago and my hormone levels were supposed to be between three and 500 and they were 1,200 and something. You like a dog and he? Like a dog in he, right? Like humping, <laughs> humping door frames. You <laughs> know, but it's not so dangerous. Wood. Like I was getting really bad headaches, nausea, vomiting. I got a blood clot in my shoulder, nearly had but a stroke. It goes to show how careless they were and what they mm. were prescribing. One hundred percent. They don't fucking care. No, they don't give a shit. Like, but don't my favorite part of it all is what? is people always say. Them trans now see all them looking for the attention. They're only transitioning for the attention. Like, um, do you think that 45 grand is looking for attention? <laughs> do you think that I am putting all this shit into my body, self-injecting, spending hours and hours and hours in waiting rooms? Do you think that this is all for a bit of crack, crack and a bit of They're fucking crack. attention? Yeah. Are you well, Mary? Just and have you got 45 up. grand while you're at it? No, yeah. literally. For fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, I just think it's bizarre. Yeah, it's all for the attention. If you see in the trouble that people that have gender dysphoria are like that, were born mm-hmm. into sex, go through. I wonder would you still be singing the same tune if it was your child, if it was your family members and looked at the fucking grief that you have to experience to be who you were born. Born to be. Do you get me? Yeah. It's well, fucking it's just, worrying. It shouldn't be so difficult. Like, it really shouldn't be so difficult, especially in Ireland. Oh, they love to backtrack fucking everything. And I'd say oh. now, throwing COVID into the oh, mix and all that's the every anti gets, Ari, due to COVID. And, like, even, like, an email. I got an email the other day and they were, like, due to the backlog of COVID. And it's like, <sighs> are you for real? Like, it's been... Like Push if a hospital them. put a mask on you, they're actually open since yeah. day one. They're yeah. going to still spin it for 10 years on. It's going to be due to the backlog of COVID. Mm. And you have these young people like committing suicide because mm. they physically can't go another day mm-hmm. in the body that they're in. Yeah. Or they don't they don't feel like they belong. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and they can't do it anymore. But like there also needs to be a little bit more like gender focused therapy. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Like, yeah. here, here's a conversation about therapy. Like, I've been to a couple of therapists in order to get a diagnosis as someone that suffers with gender dysphoria, but there's an awful lot of therapists out there that aren't very well versed in gender issues. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's no point in me, let's say if I have an issue around my, my gender, there's no point in me going to a run-of-the-mill therapist if they're not going to be able to understand how to get to the root of the problem. Yeah. And, like, the, the other therapists that they have, like, the other therapists that are around that are, are kind of versed in gender issues are booked up to the hilt for, like, three and a half years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And could basically only take you out before they get into bed. Here, I'll give you a ring before I get into bed. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, they're that busy. So, I don't know, there needs to be a little bit more, there, need, there needs to be a lot more focus on the healthcare. Ireland's just fucking bollocks. It's bollocks. Fuck, like. But even as regards to school systems, you will never hear, like, about gender dysphoria, you will never hear about the gender issues in, in your run-of-the-mill sex Nothing. fucking programme that you learn about in school. I never 
heard of anything like that in my life now. That's gone back years and years and years. I'm not sure what it's like now, but I highly doubt that's being taught. Because I, I know kids so. that are in secondary school are kids that were like that coming into secondary school. They had no idea what trans was. Yeah. or they, They're learning more on fucking TikTok now than yeah, they are in pop school. Like, even my niece, like my niece is nine. And like when I transitioned, like she was two, but like she's like aware that I'm trans intersex yeah. but like I heard her the other day like she she came over to my house and uh, she was playing on like the landing on top of the stairs with her friend and her friend didn't know me but like like knew me but like didn't know yeah, anything yeah. about me and I'm walking from the front door into the kitchen and I'm walking in the hall and they're upstairs on the landing and the little girl looked at me I mean he's kind of looks over and goes that's my auntie my auntie used to be my uncle like and I can hear her kind of like sh- 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 like whispering yeah, to the little young yeah. and I'm like I love that like like she's trying to educate her about yeah, that, do you know what I mean? And yeah. it was just so sweet. And like sometimes she'd ask me like little questions and all. Like she asked me a question, like how did you just come up with Paige, the name Paige? Mm-hmm. So my birth name began with a P. And <laughs> no, don't you? I'm about to. I'm about to throw a keyboard. Look at Ian hopping up. He's over there like, what is it? Ding ding ding. But when I was sixteen, me and my mum sat down. You know, don't I, I don't go down on a red drink, but me and my mum got locked on wine when I was 16. <laughs> and uh, we looked at a bit of Colin's baby dictionary and stuck with the same letter from my birth name. And we decided... Page. Like a Kardashian now, yeah. Like Kardashian, but come here. I lived as Jade for three months, for three months. My children. Wow. J A Y D E. Never oh, forget. Of course, it was J A Y D E. Uh, had to be be different. Yeah, like you. string fellows going around. <laughs> 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 it was one of them. Make it stripper. Put a yeah. Y in. Yeah, crystal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call you that now, crystal. Oh beam. my god, crystal. No. Crystal. No. Beam. No. This is like water for the temporary. That's when you get your bit done. Me crystal, crystal beam. Beam. <laughs> Come here, I have a question that I'm thinking here while we're talking. Absolutely. So when you have everything fully done, mm. surgery done and dusted, yeah. obviously, how are you, like, are you still going to approach these men and say it? I will tell somebody when I feel like it's, it's necessary for them to know. Mm-hmm. Before that, it's no one's business. No one's So yourself. let's say for, like, like this is a real taboo thing. Like, my, my man has been like to me, you have to let them know, you have to let them know. Aww. What if you meet someone and you go home with them and, like, have one night stand and they find out about it and punch that off you? That's Fair. my main concern. So yeah. valid, like, so yeah. valid. But, like, if I have no intentions of going any further with a fella, why why does that need to be yeah. to be said? You know, I, agree I do with get you. both sides of the argument. But, like, I always thought in my head that, like, once I go and, like, my transition's finished surgery-wise, then that's it. That's not it. It's like, not it. I'm not going to wake no. up after surgery, like in a hospital bed, and be like, "Oh, it's me bleeding seven time here." But I'm awake now. It's finished. Everything's done. It's it's actually not. But I don't believe that. Like you said, if you're going to have a one night stand and you're fully transitioned, Paige, I don't think that you have to say to them, "Oh, by the way, like you're you're not planning on starting a future with yeah. them. You're, you're not." People planning feel a betrayed, so Carly. Fellas uh, feel like that. Oh, you like, have betrayed me. You've put a knife in my back. You lied to me. Yeah, but it's not like you're asking them to tell me every single detail about your life. Oh yeah, like, like, I like uh, and they haven't. You sorry, Mr. I'm only after meeting you. Can I get your PPS? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Shall people get offended if you ask their sexual history before you sleep with them now? Like, like I am so psychotic about like getting checked and stuff. Like, I'm really fucking strange about that. And people make you feel like a psychopath for asking that, sorry, when was the last time like you were checked? Or like, people make you feel insane for that. That's just you looking after your fucking safety. But you're not causing anybody any harm especially Paige again if you're fully transitioned mm. you're not putting anybody in harm's way like it'd be different if you were going ho- like that you were going home and you're trying to trick someone and you're you're hiding things and yeah. you're pulling things oh, to yeah. the side and you're, and yeah. you're acting the bollocks no, 
that way. That, no, like, I, I do understand use that. Because to be honest with you, I have done it in the past, like when I was 18 and all. Before but you knew how wrong it probably was. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. But you are, again, you are navigating, and I like to, again, you're after being honest about something like that. You are navigating, you didn't know what was right from wrong then, but now you know that that isn't something that you do now. 100%, but like I find myself now recently like, not even wanting to go near, like, or engage in relationships or engage in things with people anymore for the simple fact that, like, what I'm doing with my transition, I'm not finished it yet. I'm finding it not hard, but, like, I'm navigating it myself. I don't want to be in a relationship with someone and have to hold them, ha- like, hold their hand and have them feel the need to, to go and do this with me. And, like, there's, like, seven months recovery for, for my next surgery. Like, my next surgery is, like, huge. And there's such a long recovery period. I don't want them to be, like, feel like feel like they have to sit by my bedside while I'm recovering. I feel like this is something I have to do by myself. Then I'll open myself up. Why, um, don't do that. No. Don't do that. Because I done that when I was sick and that's wrong. So, and I'm actually getting a little bit upset now. No, it's not right because it when, no, because when I was going through cancer, I say like that, I I didn't stop talking to people. Do you know what I'm saying? But I ripped myself off. Like, and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, I can't get to like anybody. I let anybody get to know me. Yeah, I let anybody near me because they don't deserve to have this put on them. No, it's not putting that on anyone. Again, you are who you are. I was who I was. If somebody wanted to get to know me in that state and wanted to be with me in that state, I should have, if I obviously was attracted back to them, given them that opportunity and allowing myself to be happy as well. Mm-hmm. But I didn't because I was just like, oh, no, no, they don't deserve this. No, Paige, if someone loves you true and true and they want to be there with you and want to hold your hand voluntarily and want to be there for you, allow them. Uh, only if you have a genuine connection. But don't be cutting things off and don't be saying things like that because you deserve everything. Yeah. But come here, like, I, have, I have a very, very, very bad, um, bad habit of liking fellas and going for fellas that I shouldn't no, and that are absolutely wrong but like I seen the TikTok today and like you remember on, in Charlie and Chocolate Factory she's like good morning sunshine the earth says <laughs> yeah, hello yeah it's always the and nice it's, fellas it's always the nice fellas <laughs> and you have the fucking ick like small little, little things like that give me the ick stuff like that dirty fingernails you know the rest yeah all that kind of stuff gives me the ick but like here's me after being away there for the last three days with a fella that I'm absolutely mad about and I know he's mad about me and Maybe it's literally she's mad about it and yeah you how are you? No. I mean, now where you live. I know. No, I, I really don't. They don't I'm really going to break your But like, it's, it's, it's those kind of people that like you end up bleeding falling for. Oh, Paige, that is a, probably, it sounds like an inner thing that you have to work on yourself mm, because yeah. you're accepting the attention <laughs> of these people. Come here, and I'm not sitting here on my high horse. This feels like uh, an intervention. Yeah, no. I'm not sitting here on my high horse because I have accepted what I thought was love and what I thought was genuine likeness from yeah. people like this when it, it's not. Like mm. that, love doesn't have to be complicated. Love doesn't have to be forced. If you want to be with me, you will be with me wholeheartedly and it'll be through your own choice. Right. So. Mm. Page, you deserve much more. You deserve. You're the director of your own life. You can't change the past, but you can change how your play is going to be moving forward. This is taking a huge turn now. No, well, the <laughs> turn is getting turned off because we are wrapping the fuck up, and we're going to producer Ian. Oh, so Sean, can you tell the people that we are now live? Now that we're finally live, because Ian got his head up, so um, <laughs> that we can now absolutely go ahead and start putting suggestion box is up everything you wanted Carly put one up yesterday on the page and a few of the embarrassing sex stories came in and a few other things but if you want to touch on any other topics at all by all means you can do that send us an email if you have several topics you want to talk about and we will go from there yeah and you can contact us on the that's what I heard podcast Instagram send us a little message and let us know what you want to hear literally what I said but yeah 
You said an email. You never said about the page. Because the email on the page. Yeah, but they can text the page, Sean. Yeah, and they can email from yeah, the Yeah, cool. Well, I was just reminding them. Yeah, well, you don't need to. Well, I did. Sit back down. So here we are. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Bye, Bye. motherfucker. <laughs>